0: Let's give God a praise. You can be seated. We left you with this morning saying, don't complain about the valley. Because if you complain about the valley, you won't praise when the mountaintop comes." What do you mean by that? You stayed sad so long until when you get on the mountaintop, you won't think that God, the one delivered you because it seemed like it took him too long. And any time you start thinking toward God with a time, with a watch, or either a sand glass, it doesn't matter, you messing up real bad. Saints, aren't you glad that God didn't leave us to ourselves? Lord God, that's a scripture, you know, we, we ought to read it, uh, well, not just yet. Let's 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 read it. Saints, think about what if God would have left growth up to us? What what just what would have really happened in our growth? Because you see, even with him helping us, it seems that our growth is on a timetable that we give. But I'm telling you something, Saint. We're preaching on spiritual growth, spiritual maturity, spiritual growing up. So when I think about it, boy, what if God would have left us to grow on our own and just, gave, just have given us, listen, listen, the word only to grow us. Thank God he gave us a spirit called the what spirit? spirit the holy spirit to lead us and to guide us listen in the word because sometimes we quote scripture and that's all it is quote we got to learn to do with the scripture amen oh let's read hebrews Let, we'll go there hebrews 12:5 through 8 and 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 sometimes i believe that we get a little, a little myth with God on how God do things. And when you get like that, your growth is stunted. When you... Am I doing something wrong? Oh, uh, he was pointing at me. I, I'm i getting ready to leave the pulpit here. <laughs> 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 I did know... I didn't know if he was ISIS or not. <laughs> I, I like language. <laughs> oh yeah. Lord, help me out here. Let me get back, man. Listen to me, Saints. But let's think about that for just a moment. And, and I want I want you to keep this in your mind as we go through the message. Don't complain about trouble that you go through. Because trouble will grow you up. If you think that you are going to become that spiritual giant that God has told us to to come, according to Romans 8, 29, if you expect to get there without some trouble in your life, you are going to be one miserable saint of God. So just, just be ready. When you do get in the valley, what should you be doing? The same thing Paul and Silas was doing in the valley. The same thing David was doing in the valley. The same thing Joseph was doing in the valley. How about the same thing Jesus was doing in the valley? Praising, giving, God said, look, I don't do nothing without consent from the Father. I remember when the devil was preaching to Jesus. And told Jesus, it is written that if you jump down from up here, the angels, I mean, they're going to take charge and catch you because it's written in the scriptures that he would do that. But, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Scripture quoted correctly cannot beat scripture quoted from the heart. Because the devil spoke what? Truth. He spoke the truth. Didn't Jesus say the same thing? It is written. Yeah. Which written made the case? The one that came from the spirit of God, from the heart of God. So we, we, we see also many places in the Bible, saying, just everywhere you read, you must be born again and you must put on Jesus Christ. And here's how it's done, whether you like it or not. Hebrews 12, 5. Verse 5. And ye have forgotten the exhortation, Mm -hmm. which speaketh unto you as unto children. Okay. My son. My son. Despise not thou the chastening of the Lord. Wait a minute. Son, he was calling who what people? His people. He said, do not despise the chastening of the Lord. Okay. Nor faint. When thou art rebuked of him. This is where you grow, saints. When someone get in your face and tell you the... Now, a lot of times people rebuke you for self-edification. But when somebody's rebuking you and you can sense that that person have you, your your well-being in their mind, God said, learn to handle that. Because sometimes people just have to tell you about yourself. Because a lot of times you won't tell yourself about yourself. Even though you know about yourself, you won't tell yourself about yourself. And if you don't, somebody need to help you. My son. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord. Okay. Nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. Go on. Verse 6. For whom the Lord loveth. Watch out. He it. Do that again. For whom the Lord loveth, he it. One more time. For whom the Lord loveth, he it. That means if God is allowing you to go through the valley, how should you go through it? Through praise and worship. Do you have to like what you're going through? No, you don't have to like it. In other words, you can despise it. But but if you intend to allow God to raise you up to a spiritual person that can fight these unseen enemies, you're going to have to be able to deal with what you can't see and the trouble that's heading you off almost in every direction. I like the way Job said it. Sometimes we get a little myth at what Job said. But Job said, Lord... You know i went this way i didn't see you lord i went that way and i couldn't perceive you i went forward you weren't there now was god there but god don't mind you you know questioning what you don't understand he don't mind your questioning that it's just that you better have some scripture to back it up because satan will give you an answer amen make sure you got scripture when you start looking at god And thinking that you're going to claim something. Or you're going to ask him a question for him to answer. You better make sure that you have scripture. Because Satan will bring you anything you want to hear. And who does Satan work with the most? The mind, sister. The mind, the head. He goes up there. and Okay. Let's go back to that quote again. What if God really left you up to grow on your own I want you to think about that Saints do you know you ain't gonna like this okay but this is the truth everybody in this building including yours truly have spiritual character flaws and physical character flaws there ain't no perfect people in here so when we preach God's word to you about getting it right, please don't think that you are only one up on the pedestal. Everybody's right there along with it with you. You don't think don't think the preacher's talking directly to you. He's talking to himself too, because everybody has character flaws. I said character flaws. I ain't say spiritual this time. Character flaws, and we need to get rid of them. The spiritual flaw. You and God have to work with that one. But the character flaw, you yourself can get rid of them when you don't despise the rebuke of the Father. And for whom the Lord loveth, whom God loveth, he chasteneth. he will get on your nerves and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. Gosh almighty. Saints, when you read that, do you sort of close your Bible, put your finger on that page? And just meditate. Because he is going to chasten you if you are what? If you are his son's or daughter. He's gonna chasten you. And saints? Don't get excited or upset the way God chasing you. Now hold on, let, let, let's let's get it straight. Are you his child? Well, then you don't have to worry about being away with child. If you're his child, Whatever is happening in your life that you can't do nothing about, learn how to know who's doing it. Because God will bring you through if you allow him. But if you don't let him, you can stay down in that valley until the last breath in your body is breathed. Who wants that? Nobody don't want that. Then you're going to have to surrender. Say, I'm fully persuaded. That the only thing to make, Lord Jesus, don't get upset with this, but I'm fully persuaded that the only time we will totally surrender is when you can't get out of the mess you done got yourself in. I hope somebody heard what I just said. I don't know nobody in here, including me, that would surrender on top of a mountain. Everything going good the bills are paid money in your pocket food in the icebox Everything working man. You won't do nothing but walk around. You know what? I, I we ain't gonna go over there right now, but you know that's a scripture in Revelation 4 It's either 4 or 8 where the angels don't do nothing but say holy 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 all day and all night Ever. You might say Pastor Swinney Couldn't that get a little boring Yes if you don't love who you Praising Everything gets boring If you don't love who you are Praising but if you Love God Praising don't get it bored I don't care what you have to go through If you love God You will praise him <laughs> When I read that I said my goodness That's all they do All day long saying, holy, holy, holy. That's all they say. But you see, that's what they know God is. And that's what their life is. That's who they love. So saying that all day long is not boring. How many of you all that really love your wife, it get boring when you tell her you love her? I tell you what you do since you wouldn't answer me. Tell her it's getting boring. Tell your husband you're getting tired of him saying he loves you. It's going to be all right. No, it's not boring. I don't care how often you tell your wife or your husband you love them. If you really love them, it is never boring. It is never something. That sound redundant in a way that you don't like it. It's the truth. And it's a pill you could take every day. And it, it, it wouldn't hurt you to get addicted to it. All right. <laughs> Lord God Almighty. And Verse 7. <laughs> if ye endure chastening, uh-huh. God dealeth with you as with son. Yes. For what son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? What verse was that? What? Well, you know, I won't. I will let you read the other part, but you might want well hear the B word anyway. Read that verse again. If ye, if ye endure chastening, okay, God dealeth with you as with sons, okay. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? How many of you all read last week? Where this boy was forty years old and he didn't want to work and when his parents finally told him to get out he killed both of them you want to know why he done that they set it up they set that up that boy ain't never been chasing He've never told what life is they had money so they just let him stay there and get fat and and get all messed up I'm talking about that up here saying I'm not talking about your physical saying but got that in the head as soon as parents decide they're going to nail, at 40 years old, going to put their foot down. How many people know that ain't the way you raise a child? Amen. Man, the Bible says you ought to raise the child up the way it should go. You shouldn't let your child tell you how to raise it. Because they're going to tell you, every morning, I want sugar pops. At lunch, I want ice cream and cake. At dinner, I want some uh, one of those big old... Uh, dessert bones. What kind of growth is that child gonna have? You got to say no. If you want that child to grow healthy, if you want that child to grow up having some understanding what life is, say no to that child when you know that they don't need this mess. Find it quiet. You better do it. You better do it unless you got good insurance. Because you're going to have a sick child on your hand. I'm talking about physically sick. It ain't going to grow. The teeth going to leave. All kind of thing. Their eyes are going to be messed up. Everything messed up. Why? Because you let the child raise itself. And buddy, when you do try to put your foot down. Anybody know what H-E-L-L spell? You have plenty of it. So. Raise your child according to what scripture said. Now give the next verse. Verse 8. But if ye be without chastisement. Lord God. Whereof all are partakers. Watch out. Then are ye bastards and not sons. I didn't say it. The Bible says this. Saints, what's the name of this message? If you don't grow up spiritual... I'm telling you, you will not do what you're supposed to do in the, spiritual, in the realm of faith that you think should be done. You'll be too busy obeying the feeling of another person, the sessions of another person. You can't live your life like that. You've got to live your life according to the Bible or otherwise you'll suffer the consequences. You all have heard me say this many times. You can choose the sin that you want to sin with, but you can't choose the consequences. And they can get ugly, Say, Do you hear what I'm saying? See, if you want to grow spiritually, when God do bring you out, go to Luke 8. When God do bring you out, here's the way he wants you to react. Now, we're going to talk about a man here that's been in the tombs from birth, I suppose, almost. And uh, I, the Bible don't tell us how he got all them demons in him. But we do know demons can't get in nobody unless they are allowed. So I don't know how that happened. I don't think that's really something we need to know. All we know is he had, I, I keep forgetting a legion, 400 and something. He had 12 legions. 6,000? Good Lord. <laughs> he ain't not 60 demons in it. 60,000 demons, but he had enough to run them pigs in the water. And somebody told me it was 300 of those pigs 3,000, I mean, of those pigs. And all of them ran in the river when that demon got in them and drowned. What do you think he's trying to do to you with the brain? He's trying to drown you. The only thing is, you were made in the image of the Father. And being made in the image of the Father, you have a weapon whether you know it or not. But you got to use it. Pigs can't use it. I think that's the reason them demons wanted to go into pigs. But I didn't think they knew that the pigs were going to die. Now I wonder if the demons died with the pigs. No, sir. No, sir. Because nothing physical can kill a demon. Water can't strangle no demon. But the name of Jesus can strangle that sucker. The yeah. Bible says he had to go to his knees when you hear that name. Okay, Luke 8. Uh, we're just going to read just two or three verses of it. 38. I want you to pay close attention, saints, and see what happens when you get your breakthrough. Amen. Now, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's see what happened when you, what you should do. When you get your breakthrough. Because if the one thing, what you do, or and what you should do. Look why. I tell you, this is just so awesome to me. I tell you, this just tears me down to see how Jesus operates. And we better learn this, saints. Let's learn it with all diligence. How God operates. He don't operate like you do. Now, couldn't Jesus, knowing what he know about everything, have been in another city and decided to run those demons out of that man? Couldn't Jesus have done it from another city? Because is anything too hard for God? Well, then why didn't Jesus do that? You're getting ready to find out how Jesus operates. You're getting ready to find out this happens just like that even today. The reason God don't turn you loose as he should, as you wished he would. I'm going to say this, but this comes from the book of Willie. You ain't went through enough hell yet. That comes from who? From book of Willie. That, that I believe that's why a lot of people keep going in, out. you still drinking. you still cursing. You're still smoking. You're still out on that dance, on the dance floor where people see you that know you and and think that that's what Christians do. No, that's what you do. That ain't what Christians do. Christians live their life apart from what the world lives. They don't live like the world lives. So here's what God will do. Saints, don't get upset over what you. Listen. We got to follow the Bible to survive. Amen. So don't no worry about Pastor Sweeney. We got to follow the scripture and the word of God if we want to push through to do what God had planned for your life even with before you got the demons in you. Now the 38th verse said this. Now, the man of whom the devils were departed Okay besought him that he might be with him okay but jesus sent him away okay now let, let me i didn't want to read all of it but you know what that 38 verse was saying when this man finally came to his right mind with the demons gone what did the bible just say he wanted to do he wanted to, okay i like i like the slang better the dc boy right there he said he liked to hang with jesus he wanted to hang with Jesus. Isn't that a good thing? Nah, sir, not necessarily. You hang with Jesus in the spiritual realm, but he got a corner he wants you to go to. You going to see it, saints. God didn't deliver you for the cut You to come to church and just look pretty. He gave a reason for you. Say, don't be a bastard. Let God teach you something sometimes. Pastor Swinney, you're preaching like the whole church going to hell. If you don't live right, you are. But I don't believe all all of you all are going to hell. But I tell you what, if you preach, what did Jesus say? All all you people that I preach to you, many of you are going to end up in hell. What did he say? Not all that call me is going to enter so what was if you ain't gonna go to heaven where are you going well Pastor when i'm just gonna stay out here on earth just to fly around the earth no you're not you're not even gonna fly around in hell let's get it right saints i know you said man i'm getting so tired of you telling me to live right saints of god i wish you would read the book of psalms do you know what david said In Psalms 119.67, we're going to stay right there, but I'm just going to quote it. He said, Lord, before you afflicted me, I acted just like I wanted to, which was a fool, and I did anything that I wanted to do. But when you afflicted me, that's the 71st verse, he said, but now I follow your direction. Is that what God got to do? Does God have to tear a hole in your head almost to get you to follow his direction? Saints, I'm telling you, the reason I preach so hard, saints, is because I know how easy it is to go back into the world. I'm not talking about backsliding out of the church. I said back into the world. saying you can go back in the world sitting in your pews here. Because this is a spiritual thing. It got nothing to do with physical until you start acting on the Physical. This thing is spiritual and God is looking for us to grow spiritually. Tired of us pointing our finger at other people. You know, boy, God knows. Hold your finger right there, right? Go to Ephesians 4 1 and 2. Ephesians 4 1 and 2. Verse 1. I, therefore the prisoner of the Lord, okay. beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. What did this Bible just say? That I pray, I bow my knees, and I pray that you start working, uh, walking worthy of the call of which you've been called. Say it's everybody in here. I don't care how baby Christian you are you have a call on your life to do a work for God. And some of you all got the talent to do it. No, no, I was wrong there. All of you that was called have been given the talent to do it. You have the talent to do it. Do it again, man. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, yes, beseech you that ye walk worthy. Hold on, what does beseech mean? Ben. I beg you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called is there any way to get around that what should you be doing saints Uh, walking worthy of your calling god did give you a mind to remember scripture for you to remember it and die he gave you a mind to remember scripture to put it to work that you walk Worthy. worthy of your vocation or your calling. But watch the next verse. Verse 2. With all lowliness yes. and meekness. Yes. With long suffering. God about it. Forbearing one another. Hold it. You didn't say that. Yes, sir. We got to get along with one another. You got to. I don't care what somebody done to you. God said you still got to forbear that person. Well, I'm just mad. But get unmad. That's the scripture. That's the scripture. Saints, did you hear what Doc said other other Wednesday night? You're willing to ask for forgiveness, but you're not willing to forgive. Hey, how is that in God's kingdom? Ain't gonna work, baby. That ain't gonna work. You're walking around with hatred and unforgiving in your heart, I mean, I don't care what that person done to you. I don't care what it was. You can still, nobody say you had to go and cook that breakfast every morning. But you still got to forgive them. I know some people that i are totally forgiven. But that we, we don't have no, no commonplace. Because that thing is still there. And, 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 hey, and I got to be careful what's left in here. <laughs> you start hanging around somebody you know you you can't get along. You know, but you just well. I just I just I, no no. It's something the person got you want. That's the only reason you want to hang around these people. If you didn't want something they had, you wouldn't hang around. So leave them alone, saints. Get off from around people that is not going to take you to a higher level of spirituality. That's when it means me, I'll be away from everybody. Then be away from everybody if that's what you think you got to grow up. you got to grow up. Uh, read that second verse and then go back to Luke 8. Verse 2. With all lowliness and meekness. Okay. With long-suffering. With long-suffering. Forbearing one another. Forbearing one another. In love. Do you believe that? Luke, Luke 8. In what, saints? That's the only way you can get this thing done is by doing it in love. Quote again, what if God would have left growth up to us, spiritual growth up to us? Well, wouldn't it be a mess on this earth? Just think about what it is now. And he's ruling and reigning. But if he just left it up to you, God, what a mess, Saint. Saint, see, you you say, do you ever think when you are holding a grudge against somebody? Do you ever think about how God endured with you? You need to think about it. Anytime you've got something against somebody else, holding something against somebody else, or not doing your job on this earth, you need to think about what does God have to go through to keep from killing you? Well, I never looked at it that way. Now you know. God is not happy with you when you can't forgive other people. And you can't do the things that he called you to do. But you know so much about what everybody else is doing. But you're supposed to be doing what you're supposed to be doing. God called you, not Pastor Swinney. Let me show you what God, the reason God left these demons in this man. Knowing they were there. So we're going to just read part of it. Y'all need to read the whole book of Luke. 638. 838. Eight thir- okay, 838. 38. Okay. Now the man of whom the devils were departed. Okay, that's the man was in the tomb. Y'all. Okay, let me see if everybody knows. What was this man doing to himself in the tomb? With what? With stones. He would take stones and split his arms up. That's what the demon does to you every day y'all leave him in there. Every day the devil is tearing up some part of your life. If you leave him in there. He's not just going to let you stay in the tombs and just let everybody be afraid of you. He's going to make you hurt yourself a little bit. Just enough to keep from dying. That's the way the devil is. And when you don't do what God, you know you have the talent that God called you to do and you won't do it. That's the devil giving you that little break so that you won't think that you are going to hurt yourself. You're going to keep thinking you are all right because Satan ain't going to take you down there. Does he have a right to take you there when you are disobedient to God? Yes, he does. That thing can come in there and upset your house before you even thought about what was happening. Upset your life, upset your job, upset your children, upset everything. Say, don't give that thing no place. Do what God told you to do. So when you do go to God, you can say, okay, God, I'm doing what you told me. Now, I believe what you promised me. But how about going to God like this? I know what you told me. I just ain't ready to do it yet. But you promised me. It ain't gonna work. Because God don't work on that kind of standards. He works on faith. And if you know you ain't doing right, what kind of faith can you use to go to God? You're like the sons of Sceva. Calling on a God that you don't even know. 38 again, brother. Now the man out of whom the devils were departed besought him that he might be with him. But oh. Jesus sent him away saying. Hold on. Don't, don't you, don't you get, get happy when you see that Satan couldn't stop this man from calling out to God. Now, we didn't read that part. It's back there. You ought to go back there and read it. Because he not hollering, buddy. How about when the woman from Zarephath was calling on Jesus to heal her lunatic daughter? She was all wrong. But if you'll notice, the disciples have send her away. She calleth after us. How many of those disciples' names did she call? Not one of them. So why did they get that? Satan is ruling right in your house. He don't care who he messed with. Jesus, but the only person that had the authority to send that woman away, but they said, "Take her away." She calls us after us. Why didn't one of them cast that devil out of her daughter then? She must have been calling after Jesus. And you all know the history, don't you? You know the story. She finally humbled herself and got up off of her little high horse. Thinking that God's supposed to do everything for her before she do anything for God. God said, I'm not even going to answer you. I'm going to let you go by. I'm going to be silent to you. I'm not going to do anything until you do something to me. When she worshiped, then Jesus stopped. But did he answer her what she asked for when he stopped? No. He said, I won't sit here. See, she still has some more teaching to go. See, saying, you got to understand that. If God have not loosed you, to go into that oblivion—that not oblivion, but the glory of His glory—you need to know that there's more teaching in your life. So God said, "Woman, I won't sit here for people like you. You know how we will act. I can't take the food off the the master's table and give it to dogs. True, Lord." That broke everything right there. That broke it. Did it break Jesus? But it broke what world? The spirit world. It broke the spirit world. The spirit world couldn't contain her no longer. She had a breakthrough and nothing could have stopped that breakthrough. Why? Because she did exactly what she's supposed to do to the glory of God. She was still praising being called a dog. She was still praising while God was ignoring her. Yes. But she still worshipped. That's what we got to learn how to do, saints. Because everything is going to be a rosy day. Yes. Mercy. Okay, now we're going to try to get through that. I don't know how much more time we got. <laughs> 38 again. Now, the man out of whom the devils were departed uh-huh. besought him yes. that he might be with them. God Almighty. But Jesus, okay, hold on a minute. Was anything wrong with that? Under what we see. But it won't right with God. Because he was only thinking about who, when he wanted to be with Jesus. Himself. He hadn't thought about other people that had the demons in them. He hadn't thought about who else was broken down. All they could think about was, man, I love this. I'm sticking with Jesus. Jesus said, you can stick with me, but not presently. You can stick with me, but not in the flesh. You can stick with me through word, but I got to send you somewhere. And wait till you see what happened here. Okay? Next verse. Mm-hmm. Verse 39. Return to, to that old house. He asked Jesus to let him hang around him. Mm-hmm. He was at the foot of Jesus, crying and weeping lord let me hang with you and what did jesus say return to thine own house no get up from down there and go home go ahead and show and what and show and what and show god, the Almighty Jesus. how great things god have done unto thee how many times have most of y'all can understand that you should be dead how much bad food you've eaten in restaurants And didn't know that it had poison in it. But you prayed. And God had blocked that thing. How many times your children. Should have been dead. But they're still here. But you can still hang on. Dang God. Mighty Jesus. Like I was saying this morning. Out of 99 and a half people. Out of a hundred. It takes almost a real tragedy to cause you to surrender to God. Now, I didn't say it took all of that for you to get saved. Let's separate the difference. Some of us got saved. No, nothing wrong. Me, I want nothing wrong when I got saved. But it took all hell in my life for me to surrender. Why did it take me those three to five years When i could have been doing a work for god but i just kept reading the bible i thought i was doing everything i was supposed to do i read the bible over i don't know how many times over and over but i hadn't surrendered my beer i hadn't surrendered my cigarettes i hadn't surrendered most of the other stuff listen to me but i only had surrendered the stuff that i didn't care about anyway But the things that I loved, I ain't ain't, ain't, ready to give that up yet. No, no, that ain't the way it works, saints. God has called you, and he has already blessed you. God said, whom he called, he what? He he qualified. That's that's the one, too. But he said, whomever I call, I qualify. And who I qualify, I, the J word. And I who I justify, I what? Oh. Sanctify. (laughs) When I justify you, I'll sanctify you. And I have done that. But what are we going to do? How are we going to handle this thing? Are we still going to just come to church and and look one way? I know I'm making it a little comical, but it ain't nothing funny about this. Thirty-nine. Return to that own house. Get up off your knees. You done prayed enough in the church. But I want you back in the church next week. But you did enough for the day. Now go home and show how great things God have done unto thee. If you want to know where your home is, it's Clinton, Maryland. And your physical home. That's what God is telling you to take care of now. And and. He went his way. Watch these words say this will bless you and published throughout the whole city how great things Jesus had done unto him. What about you? All you got to do is just go back a few weeks. See what great things God has done for you. Some of you all got jobs that you don't deserve. Some of you all got things that you don't deserve one bit of it, but God has allowed you to have it anyway. Some of you all have got husbands you don't deserve. You got wives you don't deserve, but God said you could have it anyway. <laughs> I heard that one. That came from out of the belly of buddy. But that's the truth, saints. And it goes both ways, in, out, up, and down. But still, there you are. And... Verse 40. You got to read that 39 one more time. That's glory to me. 39. Return to thine own house and show how great things God have done unto thee. And he went his way. And he went on where God told him to go. But you ain't heard the fullness. And published throughout the whole city how great things Jesus had done unto him. Y'all think that was good? Wait till you read 40. Verse 40. And it came to pass. Oh, no, it didn't. And it came to pass that when Jesus was returned. Watch these. The people gladly received him. For they were all waiting for him. Whoa! Why were they waiting, Will? Why were they waiting, everybody? Because that boy had went down there and told them all of who this man was. That's what we got to do. We got to do it. We ain't got about two more minutes here. Lord God, I tell you, you hate to get started on another thing. But let's go to Luke 1, and this is where we'll start next Sunday. Because we only got a couple minutes, and I'm not going past. How many people know that God's faithfulness, uh,
1: how do I want to
0: say this? I guess schedule would be alright God's faithfulness is not based on our schedule or our timetable God's faithful is based on wisdom how many people know that there's a scripture in the Bible? And we'll read it we ain't gonna do it today where the Bible said when the what had come start with an F when the fullness of time came that's when God sent forth the son God Almighty he couldn't send him beforehand Jesus couldn't come before after John had come and which I tell you, read one Luke oh Jesus Luke uh, 1 just 11 1, 11 verse 11 and there appeared unto him that's Zacharias everybody an angel of the Lord, okay, standing on the right side of the altar of incense, okay, verse twelve. And when Zacharias saw him, okay, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. You've got about thirty seconds, and I'm gonna leave y'all hanging with it. Thirteen. But the angel said unto him, "Fear not, Zacharias." Okay, what did the angel say? Fear not. That's what he tell us all through the Bible. Come on. Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. Good God, somebody, We're going to work with that next week. Go ahead. And thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Read. 14. Okay, skip up to 18, 19, and 20, and that's it. Verse 18. And Zacharias said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? Hold it! Didn't the angel say, I stand on the right hand of God? And he believed that. But when he told him to fear not, he still got to thinking about how old he was. Say it again. Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in he is. Man didn't want to block it one way. He wanted to block it both ways, didn't he? Go ahead. 19 and the angel answering said unto him here it is the i am gabriel i'm gabriel that stand in the presence of god watch out everybody and i Sam, am sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these glad tidings now give them the 20th verse and behold and behold thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. Stand up on your Holy Ghost feet, bless God, and give God a praise. Hallelujah.